It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. I'm Ron Johnson. This Locked On Sports Minnesota's podcast network. It's Friday. That means it's time for the roundtable. Today's roundtable guest We got Sam Ekstrom, we got Reggie Wilson from CARE 11, and of course we got myself, Ron Johnson. Well, you know, we had Luke every once in a while, Inman, but you know, Luke's a little busy today taking care of some NFL business. It's Super Bowl week, so we have to talk about that. We got to build this menu, though, to make sure it's consumable for you. But before we jump into what's on the menu, I want you guys to remember, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On Sports. It will make every moment more just by visiting fanduel.com backslash locked on today to get started. And remember, those parlays make it so much. If you're a Cowboys fan, if you're a Washington Commanders fan, and you don't really want to, if you're a a Bengals fan and you want to make this game more fun, just go to fanduel.com. It's way more fun to put money on it and make those moments more than just to sit there and watch your enemy win a Super Bowl. Do what I'm going to do. Let's get a parlay going. Well, as we jump into this, fellas, we got to put this menu together. And on the menu for me, we got to talk about Justin Jefferson, NFL MVP or just offensive MVP. That's questionable, but the NFL made their decisions last night, so we got to live with it. We'll talk about that. What you got, Reggie? How about D-Low, addition by subtraction with this trade? Oh, is he a cancer in the locker room? We'll talk about that one. Sam, what you got? Timberwolves shuffling the deck with that big trade. Also, the Wild are floundering. Could both Winter Pro teams miss the playoffs? Ah, one's in right now and one's on the cusp. We'll talk about that. And also, it's Super Bowl week. We already discussed that. We have to talk about these two quarterbacks. First of all, it's Black History Month. Shout out to uh, Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. But when we're talking about Hurt, both of them are Hurt. Which injury is going to matter more in the Super Bowl? We'll talk about that next. Coming up. Well, fellas, let's jump out there. It happened. It was a trade. People are saying D'Lo could be a cancer in the locker room. D'Lo could have been the problem. Russell Wilson definitely, or not Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook, definitely, if you watch that video of the Lakers breakdown in the locker room, he was becoming a problem. LeBron wanted him out. Well, LeBron got his way. The trade happened. Reggie, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's from a fit standpoint. I think Mike Conley is probably a good fit floor general he's averaging a career high 7.7 assists this season and also he has a rapport with rudy gobert and as we've heard recently from john krasinski of the athletic that rapport between d and rudy gobert wasn't very good especially the last three to four weeks d openly criticizing gobert and the things that he has not been able to do getting involved in the timberwolves game plan offensively and his struggles so far coming over in that trade, even voicing his opinion, Krasinski said, in the locker room against Gobert, kind of loudly, a little disrespectful with it. Rudy um, heard those things. Krasinski says he's a sensitive guy, and so he's excited. 
to get Conley there and probably excited to see D'Lo go because of the strife that was there. And so I think we're going to see how this thing plays out because Conley is 35, but he still has a couple years under control with the Wolves. So it should be an interesting situation to monitor. Yeah, Sam, what you got? Yeah, I I think that this opens up a very interesting situation for the Wolves because, yes, it might be addition by subtraction. Now you get a chance to to let Ant shoot more. You've got a guy who knows how to throw the lob to, to Rudy Gobert. It might empower your other stars. But in the interim, while we wait for Carl Anthony Towns to get back, is there going to be a drop-off offensively with this team that's going to cost them? Because the West is taking off right now. The Mavs trade for Kyrie. The Suns trade for Kevin Durant. The Clippers are on a roll. All the teams above the Timberwolves are not going to slow down. They're going to have a sprint to the finish. And the Timberwolves are going to have a hard time keeping up. If they don't, if they aren't able to play above 500 basketball right now, they're going to find themselves probably in a play-in situation, which means the season could end very early for them. Timberwolves are regretting big time right now, not beating up on the Houstons of the world, the Detroits of the world, the Charlottes, the the Spurs earlier in the year, because now they really wish they had those wins back. Yeah, and for people at home listening, you're wondering, the beep is our clock, is letting us know how much time we have so we can get in all these subjects, people. Um, I go with this. I, I look at addition by subtraction. Um, I am not in agreement of it. Um, I think that when you have just like, I don't know if it's a cancer. I would say when you look at D'Lo, what I would call that is like warranted frustration because the same frustration D'Lo had, I think everybody had. Why is this not working? Why is this not gelling the way it should have? Like, how do you get a guy involved? And I looked at Purdue's offense. When you look at Jay Nivey, and then they had those two bigs at Purdue, and everybody's like, why do you keep trying to dump the ball down to these bigs? And you have Jaden Ivey. Like, you have the best college scorer that year who went to the Detroit Pistons in the top five round or top five picks. And then Purdue loses. Why? Because they are trying to force the ball to a big. And so – I think that's where D'Lo is frustrated. He's like, look, I'm a scorer and a scorer, but we're forced to try to dump it down to this guy. Well, the Wolves clearly are bought in on Gobert. They're bought in on the defense, so they had to get rid of him. I agree with Reggie. Why lose him for nothing when you can get something for him? Well, fellas, it's time to move on to the next subject. We have to talk about the NFL honors. It was fun to see Kirk Cousins. I don't know if anybody saw it, but he donned all the chains. He actually sang a song and surprised Kelly Clarkston. Kelly Clarkston, and, and we were on the Kelly Clarkston show a couple years ago, me and my wife and my daughter, um, when she was doing the bracelets. And so, Kelly, I love Kelly. She's a great soul. Uh, but she was super surprised. You could tell she was surprised that Kirk could actually sing because George Kittle sang before and he sucked. He was terrible. But Kirk Cousins sang. Uh, you saw Caitlin Thielen posting. If you follow her on social media, you know, getting dressed. And she felt like Carrie Underwood with all the makeup on and all the, the glam people helping her out. But then Justin Jefferson killed it in the suit. If you haven't seen it, just go check out his suit. I mean, he had he had the gritty of himself inside one of the lapels. He had the 18 in the other lapel. But then when the awards came out, I mean, Sauce Gardner, I agree, should have been rookie of the year. Um, Aiden Hutchinson actually won rookie of the year because Sauce only got defense, but then Garrett Wilson got offense. So the Jets, clearly great draft, two offensive and defensive rookies of the years on the same team. I don't know if that's ever happened. We have to go back and look at that. But before we jump into this, because Justin Jefferson, in my opinion, I still think was snubbed. 
We got a word from our sponsors. Uh, FanDuel is the only app you need at your Super Bowl party. It's America's number one sports book. It's the official sports betting partner of Locked On. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet, up to $3,000 back in bonus bets, even if your first bet doesn't win. You can bet on running back yardage. Uh, you can basically pick any point spread you want, any over-under you want, end of the first quarter score, end of the third quarter score, first touchdown scorers. There's like 8,000 ways to bet on the Super Bowl at FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you get paid your winnings instantly. How do you, how do you get started? Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more well the nfl honors happened and justin jefferson walked away with a lot he walked away with the moment of the year in that catch from buffalo he also walked away with offensive player of the year not nfl rookie uh player of the year mvp i think that went to patrick mahomes mm -hmm. but he was the most valuable offensive player i personally don't agree with that choice but the people say what they wanted to say coaches voted players voted Sam, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I don't know if they just have like the name of the award wrong. Um, just because it seems very redundant to say you've got a most valuable player and an offensive player of the year. What is the difference? I don't, I, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I think that when you talk about value, you do think about quarterback. I think quarterback is the most valuable position in football, but why don't we just have quarterback of the year then? I mean, if quarterback, because quarterback wins it nine out of 10 times anyway, let's just have a quarterback of the year and then we can have a skill position of the year. And maybe that's the way you go about it because it's very redundant um, because logically whoever wins the MVP should also win the offensive player of the year, but they don't want to give it to the same person. So they end up doing this kind of thing. Um, I'm glad he got something. I'm glad he's not totally iced out just because he plays a position that never wins the MVP. Uh, maybe that's why they invented the Offensive Player of the Year, the, the OPOY. Um, I forgot to start the clock, but I think I'm at a minute. Reggie, what do you got? Yeah, I think this MVP award has become the quarterback award. So I think that's the tough part about this whole thing. And it's like you said, Sam, I think they – decided to do this offensive player of the year thing because they're like, well, I guess if, if we want to show somebody else some love, you know, and Justin Jefferson was top five in the MVP voting. So there's that. He tweeted, you know, just happy to be uh, involved in this. And so I think that's what you kind of look at. And, and maybe if he goes over 2K, maybe if he has double-digit touchdowns, maybe he has a little bit more of a say in that MVP conversation. But then you kind of look at Patrick Mahomes and what he did this year. You know, he lost Tyreek Hill. People were saying, oh, man, is he going to take a, a step back? And he still just goes out there and does what he does, you know, throwing for 5,000-plus yards. And, and I think nobody is more valuable to his team this season than Patrick Mahomes. But Justin Jefferson had a wonderful year, and that's my time. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel not... like I know we're not talking about this. I feel yep. like Kevin O'Connell was the real snub. Mm. Not not even being a finalist for coach of the year. I know we yeah. talked about that in previous weeks, but that was bad. Yeah, I agree. But also you look at the candidates up there though. I've said that. We'll have to we'll have to bring that up this week on the show and then also in the round table again because the coaches coaches the season will be over. We'll see who's donned the, the Super Bowl champion and we can bring coaches back up because 
I think we need to have that conversation. But I, I think Kevin O'Connell, like your defense, you're mm-hmm. not just the offensive coordinator. You're the, the, the you're the head coach, and his defense was not good. And I think that's always what's going to ring loud. Like you have a 31st ranked defense. How can we make you coach of the year? Like you're not just the offensive coordinator. Like, yeah. and I think that's where he's going to, and that's why, you know, Brian Brian Flores is going to help him out. Ben Lieber and I sat down with Vikings.com yesterday and talked about it. So it'll be on Vikings.com, I think, today or tomorrow. Um, but here's my quick take on this. Justin Jefferson, offensive player, the offensive whatever player. I don't even know what the heck you want to call it, but he's the best offensive player in the NFL. Uh, if he's the best offensive player in the NFL, in the NFL, then how is Patrick Mahomes better? Like, that's what I don't get. And that's, that's I agree with it, Sam, and I think Reggie said it too. Like, I just feel like you're throwing words out there in letters just to make it a thing. Like, I, I really just don't think um, it, it makes sense. Like, how is he the – and 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 again, I go to, to Aiden Hutchinson versus Sauce Gardner. He's the defensive rookie of the year for Sauce Gardner, but then Aiden Hutchinson is the overall best rookie? How? How is he not the you if you're the best defensive player, the, the rookie of the year should have been between Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner. Aiden Hutchinson, great year. But if you think if you think he didn't have a better defensive year than Sauce Gardner, then how is he the rookie of the year? Like I just feel like you're just trying to give out awards, and these are not participation awards, so I'm not going that direction because I know people hate participation awards. But I do feel like because I look at the sponsors, and that's where follow the money. You look at the sponsors, there's a ton of sponsors for each award and i think that's where they're getting this money from like hey you want to sponsor the award come be a part of our legacy well we got to move on to playoff talk this trade happened we're going to keep track so i want to remember this day of Mm -hmm. like the records and not just there so i want to see the lakers like the lakers too i want to see the lakers record now versus the lakers record after the playoff uh, or sorry after the um all-star break and we'll see what the lakers end up looking like because i think this is going to show who won? Because people always try to play that game. Who won that trade? We'll see. Because um, I think the Warriors traded Wiseman for like five second round picks. Like what? <laughs> like who gives up five second round picks? Like that's literally just like, hey, look, we we may or may not get some in the second round, but hey, you could have this guy. Like we rather just roll the dice every year in the second round to keep Wiseman because he's not helping us. And so um, I, 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 I'm concerned about that when you think about playoff runs in the West, because this is where the Timberwolves lie in the West. The Warriors are going to stay like blah, but they always can turn it on in the playoffs. And that's what they do good or best. And uh, getting rid of Wiseman probably frees that up to say, we're going to f- truly go small ball now. Um, but Sam, your menu item was, who makes the playoffs between these two teams? Do both make it? Do neither make it? Or do does one of them make it? I'll start with you, Reggie. I think it kind of depends on what happens with Cat. You know, Sam, you mentioned earlier, like, when Cat comes back. Well, when is Cat coming back? I did see that he is back on the bench. You know, yeah. he made the trip, the road trip the other night. And so that's, I guess, a good sign. But we really haven't gotten much updates, and I do plan on uh, talking to the team soon just to try to figure out, okay, what's going on here? Why is he not back? He's not in that timeline that you all initially said. So has there been a setback, or was it more severe than maybe you initially thought? But I think once he gets back, because you talked about it, Ron, like generating offense now without D'Lo, and we know he was streaky, but he did generate quite a bit of offense in his performances uh, for the Wolves. And so where are they going to get that from? And if Cat comes back, you know, he's a good 25, 26 
a night at least point scorer. And so if you can get that production back and they can find a way to make it work with Rudy, then maybe you do see them uh, getting to the playoffs. And as far as the wild, I know my time is up, but as far as the wild, I think it's just a matter of them finding some consistency. This has just been a really bad stretch. Flower got abused last night. I just think they need to try to turn things around and we've seen it once they kind of turn it around, they can get on a little bit of a roll and I think they'll be okay. Sam, what you got? Yeah, it's hard to to be optimistic about the Wild right now because they're struggling so badly. They're turning pucks over. They're, they're, not, <clears throat> they're not protecting their goalie at all. Um, but they're also in kind of a bad Western Conference. They're tied for the final playoff spot right now. They have six home games left in this homestand to figure things out. If they don't, if they don't figure it out, if they continue to struggle into their next road trip, and they're on the road a lot this time of year because of all the state tournament stuff going on at the X, I think they could be out of the playoff picture. Now, the Timberwolves, I think, are a play-in team. I'm not sure they make a playoff series because look at all the teams above them in the West. I don't think the Wolves are going to get out of that play-in zone. They could have to face Steve Kerr and the Warriors or Dame Lillard in the play-in game. That terrifies me. I think the Timberwolves and the Wild could go uh, could both be shut out of a legitimate playoff series this year. And compared with where we, we viewed these teams on like October 1st, can you imagine if they both missed the playoffs? That would be catastrophic. Yeah, that would be. And I feel like catastrophe is going to happen. Um, I personally feel like the Wolves at eight right now, um, I think they have a better chance than making it than the Wild. And the only reason I say that, now this might change on February 15th. They play the Avalanche, the Avalanche are in front of them. Um, that's going to show where they are. Like if the Avalanche just skate circles around it, because again, I go back to last year during that playoff run and, and Sam, you know, we talked a ton about it when like, especially the game I was at, um, it was like scoring in bunches. It was like hot on top of hot. You know, you know, you saw Caprizov, you, you saw Felingo, you know, you saw all these guys getting hot. And then you saw like the, the, the abuse that they were given to the other players within the play of game, not illegally, but against the boards, you know, they were really beating guys up on the boards. They were really trying to protect their guy, uh, Caprizov and score. Like, it just doesn't feel like that. And I, I agree, Reggie. Like, you have to find, like, some some type of cohesiveness. Like, you got to find something. Like, and again, I hate to use the Mighty Ducks. But, you know, you look at the Mighty Ducks versus Iceland. It was always like, what did it take to get there? You had to find a way to get hot. And that's that's where the Wilds are, wild are struggling. They're not really getting hot. Where it's like goal after goal. And I told, people told me, this doesn't happen that often when you see goals like this all the time. So I know that's not normal. I know it's not normal. But. Hey, you, you got they did in the playoffs. You got to find it now because if not, you're not going to make the playoffs in the wild. I think the Wolves will. Um, we got to talk Super Bowl. We talked about injuries. Uh, and also, people remember you can download the Locked On Sports Minnesota app on your Amazon Fire and your Roku devices. So, whether you have a TV, a tablet, whatever it is, just go on your Amazon account or go onto your Amazon Fire app and your Roku app. Just search Locked On Sports Minnesota in the search. When you're looking for your apps, add it. You can add it right to your TV. You can watch all of our videos, all of our shows. You can get instant podcasts after every single game. And you can also see the press conferences because Brian Flores' press conference is coming up soon. So we're, we'll, I know we're looking forward to seeing what he says because it's a new day. It's a new day in Minnesota for defense. And I think it's aggressive because uh, Donatello was sleepy. Sleepy Don, no more. So now time to move on to the Brian Flores era of Vikings defense. Who knows how long that will last? He might only be here a year, be a head coach. But hey. 
Let's get some lightning in a, in a bottle and maybe go to a Super Bowl. Uh, we got to talk about the Super Bowl, though. That's what the Vikings are trying to get to next year. But right now, you got two quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes with the ankle, Jalen Hurts with the shoulder. One, what's your thoughts overall on Super Bowl and which of these injuries is going to matter more? Because uh, I'm looking at my parlay. And there's a lot of good ones out there. You got, I mean, on FanDuel, people, if you go to the FanDuel app, you got Travis Kelsey anytime score. You got Jalen. And I, and I told Sam, I've been waiting for this. Like, I've been, like, I was, like, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I'm like, come on, give me the injury report on Wednesday. Because as soon as I saw the injury report, I'm like, okay, I'm looking forward to this because I knew they were going to do this. And they have some good anytime score. Like, this anytime score, Sam, like, this literally, like, you talk about making every moment more. Like, this literally, I'm I'm so ready for Sunday because Travis Kelsey, <laughs> Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown, Isaiah Pacheco, and Devontae Smith. Like, those are six good options. And so, you just got to kind of feel it. Like, I'm not, I mean, Travis Kelsey, I think, is an easy one, but he's only, he's giving you minus 125. But Jalen Hurts, plus 100, and Miles Sanders, plus 120. That's giving you odds right there and just hope that maybe it's a get down to the red zone and they're going to run the ball or they can give it to, to Miles Sanders so he can do the body adi him and uh, him and Jason Kelsey. Uh, but we'll talk about that coming up uh, with the parlay and what you guys think about the parlay and where you want to go with it. But let's, let's start out with you, Reggie. What are your thoughts on this Super Bowl and, and which quarterback's injury is going to matter more? Yeah, I think the Super Bowl is going to be epic. You talk about the two best teams. I know you you guys probably saw Phil Yates' tweet from earlier in the week where he talked about how this team basically like mirrored each other and like points scored and all these other statistical categories. And so I think it's like two well-matched up teams that, you know, the, the defense of the Eagles has been nasty all year. The offense of the Chiefs has been consistent all year. The Eagles offense has been explosive, but here's the thing with these injuries. Mahomes has shown that on that bum ankle, he can go out there and steal ball. He beat the Bengals. A lot of people picked the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. With Hurts, I saw a video Dan Orlovsky did talking about since he's come back from the injury, how he just hasn't really been able to connect on the deep ball with A.J. Brown and with Devontae Smith. And maybe it's because he didn't practice a whole lot and these last couple weeks, He's gotten a chance to practice a little bit, but both guys have had two weeks now to kind of rest those injuries and take care of them. So you hope to see a little bit more production. But I think I give the advantage to Mahomes because whenever you get to talk about that throwing shoulder, that could be a bit dicey. But Mahomes is just trying to hobble out there on that ankle. But that throwing shoulder is important to Jalen Hurts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that shoulder is very important uh, to Hurts, and we'll, we'll we'll see. But Sam, what you got? Yeah, I actually had a pretty big opinion that the Eagles would win by double digits in this game, and then I, I hear about these reports about Jalen Hurts, and I get a little nervous. I'm not going to back down, but I am a little nervous. I think the Eagles can beat you in a few different ways. The Eagles won the NFC Championship game handily with basically just a ground game. It helped that the other quarterbacks were all injured, but they didn't need to throw the ball very deep. Their defense is so good and so veteran-laden. 
and I could see them really putting the clamps on Patrick Mahomes. And, and I don't have a lot of faith in that Kansas City passing attack if Mahomes is struggling to extend plays and doesn't have a great cadre of wide receivers. Um, they might have to win with their ground game and Pacheco and McKinnon. And I just have more faith in the Eagles roster than I do the Chiefs. So I am going to, to say the Mahomes injury is more impactful because it inhibits his ability to scramble and to roll around in the pocket. Um, and I think the Eagles win this game by a lot. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, here's where I go with it. I think Patrick Mahomes' is, is injury is more important. I think his, his ankle is way more important. One, it only takes one hit to re-injure it and make it worse during the game. I mean, we saw him get pushed. Clearly, he's not as like he can't put pressure on it. So if somebody pushes him, he has to fall like he got shot in the back, like he's Ricky. And boy, like I, I felt like it was always watching Boys in the Hood when he got pushed on the sideline. Like I just I swear I, I saw uh I, it was a Cuba Gooden Jr. I think I just saw him scream from the sideline. Ricky! Ricky! But he was looking at Patrick Patrick and Patrick Mahomes like does the and he like falls down because I know people were saying like, you know, give him the Oscar. And of course, those are all Bengals fans and, and, and supporters. But they were saying, give him the Oscar. You know, he did a great job of acting and flailing his arms and falling into the bench and blah, blah. I just think he couldn't put pressure on the legs. So when he got pushed, most players would have probably tried to like gather themselves. But he just let it go like, oh, I'm not going to fall on this ankle. So I just got to fall. And he hadn't really been pushed, touched, like hit like that all night. And going full speed at that. And so, yeah, I think his ankle is more important. I think Jalen Hurts, they're going to use his legs more than his arm. And a lot of his throws are going to be concise and precise. Like he doesn't he doesn't have to like wow, wow, West, like like gunslinger. Um, so, you know, it'll it'll be some interesting things. Um, I will say too, Ron. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Spags puts his best performances together in the Super Bowl. And I know he's probably lamenting still that performance of the defense against the Bucks the last time they were in the Super Bowl because Spags doesn't do Super Bowl losses like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like those Giants teams that he led the defense, like I, I'm pretty sure he's upset about what happened in the last Super Bowl, and I'm pretty sure he has a pretty good game plan for Jalen Hurts. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, let's have a fun one, fellas. Everybody, like I know I – like today is the day when I start. So I'm going to get a workout in. Um, I finish up work. Um, I'm going to do that probably till the kids get home because it's Friday. So Friday, we like to do a treat. Uh, the, the girls don't know, so they won't see the show. So I can say this. They're getting a manicure today, a manicure and a pedicure. Uh, we're, we're taking the girls to get a mani-pedi. Uh, I told my wife I'm willing, to, I'm willing to do it myself if they have a space for me. If not, I'm not going to cry about it. Uh, but we're they're getting mani-pedis today. And so... Uh, I think me and my wife are going to do it. So, you know, a little fun Friday. And then it's time for me to look at my menu, though. Like, what's on my Super Bowl menu? And and I'm looking at, like, Emerald Lagasse books. I'm looking at uh, Guy Fieri books. And my Guy Fieri book, Firecracker Wings. So I'm going to start off this one off. I'm starting off with the Firecracker Wings. I'm going to have a three-layer dip. So it's going to be like, because I don't do red meat. So it's not ground beef. I do do meat on the weekend. So I'm going to do like some kind of turkey meat or something, but some kind of spicy turkey meat. And then the next layer will be uh, guac and cheese and sour cream and salsa. And then, you know, you got to top it off with the cheese on top. So I'm looking forward to the to the three layer dip. And then, you know, we're going to keep it simple. We were going to do French fries. So I'm like, that's a lot of work. I still might do loaded fries. So if it's loaded fries, it's bacon on top with a little bit, again, more shredded cheese, some sliced and diced tomatoes. And then I got to have an old fashioned. I got some 
agave flavored. So agave flavored bourbon. I had it the other night just to try it with a splash of lemonade. Oh my goodness. With an orange peel. Like I'm going to Mexico next week. So I've already like, that's mine. Like it's a tequila bourbon old fashioned. Oh my goodness. It was, so that's, that's my go-to for Sunday. So Monday show people, I don't know what kind of energy I'm going to have. I'm going to have sunglasses on though, probably most likely because <laughs> once the old fashioned start, it's hard to stop them, but that's, that's my menu. I don't know what's on yours. And people Can you send me the recipe of that, of that <laughs> just for a friend. Just, I, I got you. I have someone who might want my Guy Fieri book. Like I don't, I got it as a gift on a. I was on a cruise and we met Guy. Me and my wife met him on our cruise. Matter of fact, it was our it was either our anniversary or our our, our honeymoon. One of the two, because uh, we went on a cruise for like our ten year anniversary and then our honeymoon went on a cruise and we met Guy Fieri. Like it, whatever cruise ship we were on, he was the guy. Like he was the guy. Uh, it was his like food restaurant, and so we got to meet him. And uh, from there, like, I loved his book. So I, I, you know, they, somebody bought it for me. I loved his menu and his deal. So the firecracker wings, they're like, they're twice done. So you grill them first and then you bake them with the sauce over the top for like five minutes, 10 minutes. And then, you know, a little scallions on top with some sesame mm. seeds. Oh man, it's, it's, it's awesome. And my kids like spicy food now, which is great. So I don't have to like make a second batch for them that doesn't have a little spice to it. Like my daughters actually like kick. So I'm like, yes. This is perfect. So, oh, yeah, man, Firecracker Wings. I've just seen the Guy Fieri book. Uh, but, fans, let us know in the comment section what's on your menu for Super Bowl. Because I know everybody's excited about Super Bowl chips, dips, all the stuff. Uh, let me know what you what, – let us know what, what's on – because Sam might want to steal your recipe too. So, on YouTube, on Twitter, whatever, let us know what your menu selection is for the Super Bowl. Reggie, what's on yours? I think it's the recipe to not have you have a good Monday. You know, you you're just on the toilet all day because like most of the recipes that I see, a lot of cheese, a lot of, you know, it's just so my my go to for years on the Super Bowl has been Rotel dip. And like you said, I don't really do a lot of the red meat. So I do ground turkey in mine. OK. And so, you know, but anytime you talk about the Velveeta and all that like you're you're talking about a recipe for a stomach ache you know the next day but that's like a staple obviously you can do pizza that's easy yep and uh, some type of chicken wing you got to have some type of chicken wing you have yeah, like to. Have wings to. and football they just go together you know like they, they like laura winslow and steve Urkel, they're going <laughs> steady. you know like that, that's just what you have to have <laughs> And, and funny story, we had a Super Bowl party. This was years ago. And uh, one of our friends had, you know, we, we do like the potluck. So you put your put your deal on the list, what you want to bring. And so normally I do the wings because I do a three-day marinade. So I start my wings today. So that's why I'm so excited about it. So Friday I start marinating them. So I put them in the little bag. You know, I put the season in there, the sauce to get it going. And then I put the batter together. And then I, you know, whether I deep fry them or I throw them on the grill uh, or in the air fryer. Well, our friends one year said they were going to do it. So I was like, okay. And then I had people text me like, yo, man, well, like you're supposed to do the wings. I'm like, hey, look, if somebody else wants to do it this year. I'm great. Like, I don't want to. It's a lot of prep. Literally Sunday morning. And, and I think they thought they were going to get them from Buffalo Wild Wings because they put Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't think they knew how much Buffalo Wild Wings cost for, for 15 people, 15, 20 people. Um, quickly, they changed it. Now, this is what they changed it to. Now, I can see if you change it to like, hey, we'll pick up some wings. We'll make them. Or, you know, we'll bring chicken breast hummus. They were going to replace the wings on their list with hummus. That's the face I made, Reggie. Sam looks like he would enjoy the hummus over wings. I like, I like, like a little, a little non bread and some garlic hummus. Yeah, that's pretty good. But I wouldn't replace wings. 
I wouldn't do that. I'm not that <laughs> sacrilegious when it comes to Super Bowl food. But yeah, so so again, I, so I had to do an emergency. I didn't get the three day marinated, but I did an emergency because a couple friends text me like, "Yo, yo, we got to have wings. You got to bring wings." So I had to do an emergency run to uh to a grocer. They don't sponsor, so I can't say who. But I ran to a grocer last minute. Said, "Give me whatever wings you have left," and then I bought them over there and I deep fried them. Uh, and everybody was all happy. So, but yeah, I, I, and I learned my lesson from now on. I never let anybody else say they're bringing the wings. Cause I don't trust people like it, it, wings aren't cheap. And I know right now there's a place you can get like 10 pounds of wing or yeah, 10 pounds of wings for like 20 bucks. Um, which is not bad. That's, that's a pretty good, a decent price. Like it's like $22 for 10 pounds of wings. So, uh, I'm not doing that many, but I am going to get some wings today. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Sam, what's on your menu for the Super Bowl? Yeah, um, talking about overdoing it on the cheese, I think I've got an elaborate mac and cheese menu that I need to bust out again. It's it's three cheese. It's cheddar, it's gruyere, it's parmesan. You load it up into a pot, you melt it with all the butter and milk, mm. and uh, you you know put it into the oven then for 45 minutes and let it bake, and you crumble some some air fried bacon on top of that. Oh, okay. And you've got you've got a pretty delicious uh, mac and cheese meal with some pigs in the blanket maybe on the side okay. for a little bit of bread in there a little bit of protein get some good dogs and uh let me take you guys on a journey so for, <laughs> for drinks so we've got we've got something called a bartesian it's like a keurig for cocktails you see that oh okay yeah so in those reservoirs you can fill up the spirit you want we got some whiskey over here we got some tequila bartesian. and uh okay. you can yeah put a little pot in there I can make myself an old fashioned with the uh, click of a button. Oh, the Bartesian. I like that. I like that. Uh (laughs) We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. According to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast, indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply need to hire. You need indeed. Well, again, people, let us know, let us know what your thoughts are for Super Bowl, what you're going to be doing. It's time for the RJ Parlay, people, brought to you by FanDuel. We are powered by FanDuel Sportsbook, where make you make every moment more. And honestly, I'm salivating looking at some of these bets. And when you think about a parlay, let's just be real. They don't always hit, but they are fun. And when they hit, they're even more fun because you can put $10 down. I could put $10 down right now, Sam, and I can win $500. And $58. I nice. could also put a hundred. So let me see if I put a hundred dollars down. What happens if I put a hundred dollars down on the E? Oh, yeah. Sorry. On the Eagles right now. Money line. Jalen Hurts anytime score and Miles Sanders anytime score. I get $558.76. Here's another one that's in here. Harrison Butker can be the first person to score. So meaning this is this is this is like the Chiefs have to get it and they can't score a touchdown. They have to go for a field goal, which I feel like the Eagles always hold teams to a field goal to start. So I put Harrison Bucker in there. So now I threw another $390 in there. And then here's a tricky one, people. Anytime, any player, 60-yard reception. That's tough, but Patrick Mahomes has been known to do that. So I could toss another $300 in there. And now I'm up to 1200 bucks. in that parlay. Miles Sanders, anytime touchdown score. Jalen Hurts, 
anytime touchdown. I'm gonna just put ten dollars on Miles Sanders, ten dollars on Jalen Hurts. Um, you can put a hundred on him if you want, but now we're up to twelve hundred and seventy dollars. And so that's a three hundred dollar bet, and I can win twelve hundred. But Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders. Now, here's a really cool one. It's not gonna happen. They have on here for FanDuel. Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey both score touchdown. <laughs> if you bet what? 10, yeah. Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey. I don't know if like the Chiefs see this. It's like, hey, let's let's bet on let's bet on this and let's get let's put him out. Like, I don't know, put him at fullback and hand him the ball. Uh, but yeah, they have a Travis Kelsey, Jason. It's under the specials, people. So when you go to Super Bowl and then you go to your parlay bets in the app, just go to specials because do show all and then scroll down. There's specials. So there's special bets, um, like coin toss, who wins the coin toss. Um, there's all kinds of weird ones. Um, but yeah, Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey, tw- 200,000 plus. <laughs> it's not going to happen, but it's a fun $10 bet. Cause That's what if unbelievable. they, what if they hand the ball to Jason Kelsey, which is not like, like if he played tackle and they had ever done that before, I get it. Uh, but it's just a fun bet probably for the Kelsey family, even to bet $10 just, Hey, if it happens, holy. And you know what, what if he, what if it was a fumble? What if Jalen hurts fumbles the ball, running it in. And Travis and Jason Kelsey falls on. It. He does sneak a lot. He likes to sneak right over exactly. the center. Might get knocked out at the goal it, line. It, he knocks it out. It falls right down because they they last week was that last yeah last week they snuck the ball three times from the five yard line. They started at the five yard line, which we said that to Mike or uh, uh, Kevin O'Connell. Like when you're on the five yard, like give the ball to Dalvin Cook three times. Like stop trying to do tricky stuff. They did. A five, a three-time quarterback sneak from the five. The first time they got two yards. Next time they got two yards. Third time he scored a touchdown. But yeah, if they fumble and it falls straight down, Jason Kelsey lands on it. There's your Jason Kelsey touchdown, and somebody could win two hundred thousand dollars off of a ten-dollar bet. So hey, Vandal, thank you. And hey, ten dollars, people. Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown scores. You heard it here first. Watch, watch, watch something where ridiculous happen and it hits and we see somebody's room because, you know, the family or somebody's going to videotape. And there's a thing. Whoever actually makes this bet and wins, we know you didn't record it live. Like we know you hit rewind so your friends can record you watching it again because like mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey's already scored. And now like it's the moment where, you know, Jason Kelsey, you know, whatever. Jalen Hurts fumbles on the one. And then everybody, it's a scrum for the ball. And, and then that person stands up like, oh, is it Jason Kelsey? Please be Jason Kelsey. Please be Jason Kelsey. You know, and he runs around the house, <laughs> throws a shirt off. He wants $200. You know, we know it's not real. We know you're not recording this person the entire game waiting for this to hit. But if it hits, hey, FanDuel, we know you're going to run that commercial. It's going to be all over the Disney World commercial probably too. Because uh, somebody's going to Disney. Oh, that's the other one too. MVP. And this one, you look at the MVP. The best odds for NFL or for Super Bowl MVP is Travis Kelsey right now. So if you guys had to pick, are you putting your money on Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, or Travis Kelsey? The other one I think is Miles Sanders is up there too for MVP. I'm going to go Patrick LeVon Mahomes. Mm. Even if the Eagles win, you think Patrick Mahomes still pulls it off? Oh, well, no, that doesn't happen. That doesn't it, happen. It's been close. It's almost happened a couple times, but yeah, same what you got. They're not going to do that. Yeah, well, I've got a, <laughs> I've got the Eagles by double digits, so i got to stick with Jalen Hurts as my MVP. Right. Yeah, and I, I picked Jalen Hurts, too. Like, I'm looking at the parlay, and both of those two only give you, I think, negative 104 um, for MVP because they are the favorites. But Travis Kelsey gives you better odds. That's the only reason when I look at this, I'm like, 
it's way better odds. So yeah, Super Bowl MVP, Jalen Hurts plus 130, Patrick Mahomes plus 130, Travis Kelsey plus 1600, Devontae Smith plus 3100, Miles Sanders plus 2500, AJ Brown plus 1800. And then of course there's Jerick McKinnon. Uh, the best odds are all the way at the bottom and it is Jason Kelsey plus 50,000. Jason Kelsey as a center to be the so i know his mom probably is betting on this like why not put ten dollars on your son and see what happens <laughs> like why not let me see if i put ten dollars right now on jason kelsey people that's five grand put ten dollars on jason kelsey to get you five grand why not jason kelsey might block you know he might have a uh michael or block down the field but hey that's it we had a great show today we had a great time people remember fan duel Sportsbook is the official sportsbook and, and uh, app of Locked On Sports. Please just go bet 10 bucks on Jason Kelsey to be NFL MVP. Super easy. Super easy. Make any moment more. Fellas, before we get out of here, you got 10 seconds. Reggie, is there anything today that, that, that you want people to remember coming up for this weekend's game? Patrick LeVon Mahomes. Put him <laughs> in Canton already. Already again. Oh, you're already okay. He's all a famer. All right. What you got, uh, Sam? Uh, I'm expecting the Eminem candies to make a comeback. Yes. Yes. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to the commercials. Like, I love that. Like, that's the fun thing about my kids now is they love to watch. My daughter loves football, period. But watching the commercials too. Like, that's the one time we actually stay seated during the half during like the game because you kind of want to see the commercial one because you want to react with everybody else on twitter when something weird happens like maybe britney spears has been hiding this entire time acting weird just to have a super bowl commercial who knows about that but then yes the m&ms and maya rudolph like i'm wondering is maya rudolph really going to come out and be the spokesperson or is she going to come out with the m&ms with some kind of message about let people be people like stop worrying about what people look like and what they wear or something. Like I feel like there's a message coming. Like I, I and it's Black mm -hmm. History Month too. Like I, I really feel like Eminem has been thinking about this because you there's no way you cancel a cartoon. Like there's no way because it, I look at some of these cartoons like those those Adult Swim cartoons with like Batman and and I don't know if you ever watched those, but it's some risky conversations happen with cartoons uh, with Batman and uh, what's her name the crazy chick uh, Harley Quinn and they haven't been canceled yet so. If those cartoons can last, I don't see how the M&Ms get canceled. Uh, but that'll do it. I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam Ekstrom. That's Reggie Wilson. We want to thank you guys for continuing to download, like, share. Uh, please comment. You know, Let us know. And subscribe. When you go to YouTube, subscribing is the best way to make sure that we know you're watching and the best way for you to continue to get our content. We want to thank you. Have a great Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.